Hello, this is George Kurtz inviting you to spend some time here in the living room where we can enjoy topics of movies, places, sports, television, highlighting wonderful years of our lives, and of course, music. So come on in. Let's get comfortable. Let's start off with a heavy cup of dark roast and our imaginations. Today, we reminisce about 1961 and the fantastic movies that came our way on the silver screen. Some of the blockbusters of the year include West Side Story, starring Natalie Wood, Disney's 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> I still get a little nervous recalling Cruella DeVille's face on the big screen. Breakfast at Tiffany's with Audrey Hepburn and George Pappard, done with such a touch of class as only Blake Edwards could do. The Guns of Navarone with Gregory Peck and Anthony Quinn was a hit too, as was One-Eyed Jacks with Carl Malden and the movie director, Marlon Brando. These movies displayed storytelling at its best. And, keeping with the director-actor genre, I'd have to throw in with Jerry Lewis's Errand Boy, too, just for fun. That's Stanley Adams. He always delivered. Now let's turn to the radio and enjoy Roy Orbison's Runnin' Scared. What a voice. Elvis Presley once said Roy was his favorite singer. Can't argue with that. Chubby Checker galloped by with Pony Time, another dance craze sensation, and Patsy Cline with I Fall to Pieces, which brings such love and respect for the country sound. Ricky Nelson grew up right in front of us. He charted another hit, Traveling Man. And of course, Elvis Presley kept the beat going with Little Sister. How much fun did the disc jockeys have playing those great tunes? Uh, Perhaps not as much as we did hearing them on the radio. Our televisions burst with a variety of top shows like Gunsmoke, Sing Along with Mitch, the Ed Sullivan Show that launched so many careers, including the Beatles. Meanwhile, the detective work was nicely done by Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. and Roger Smith on 77 Sunset Strip, while Anthony Isley and Robert Conrad pursued justice on Hawaiian Eye with the help of Ponce Ponce. That's a great handle. I just love saying Ponce Ponce. And we kids were not overlooked either, as Top Cat brought an animated perspective to cool cats on the street. You know, I knew Arnold Stang as the spokesman for Chunky, that candy bar, but recently I discovered he was the voice of TC as well. What a chunk of trivia! In 1961, products in our homes included Coffee Mate, Mr. Bubble, CoverGirl, IBM Selectric Typewriters, and Head & Shoulder Shampoo. I remember the Ipana toothpaste commercials running 60 seconds, as did many back then, but didn't they seem like featurettes? I just wanted to get back to the many lives of Dobie Gillis with Dwayne Hickman and Bob Gilligan Denver. And again, I always dug Maynard G. Krebs' hip lingo amongst the squares like a young Warren Beatty and Tuesday Weld. Boy, when she came out, I forgot all about the Ipana guy. Oh, I almost forgot. Sea Hunt. Yeah, in the TV lineup, I never missed Mike Nelson's vast ocean adventures. Lloyd Bridges was a perfect choice. No better way to rev up for the Jackie Gleason show. Yeah. Saturdays were indeed special, and we were so spoiled. In sports, 1961 was the year where the tennis world realized that Australia had great presence on the courts. And that's on, not in the courts, by the way. Rod Laver and Margaret Court, again with the name, they were the top swatters, with Laver winning Wimbledon that summer, while Gary Player won the Masters in golf. And back home, 
The New York Yankees boasted the greatest assembly of ballplayers like Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford, Elston Howard, Roger Maris, and the one, the only, the original, Yogi Berra. Yogi became just as famous on the diamond as he did off. Great yogiism, do you remember those? You can observe a lot just by watching. And the, the future ain't what it used to be. But my favorite was NP27 feels real nice on your feet. Honest, direct, and helpful. That was Yogi. No wonder Hanna-Barbera named their picnic basket pilfering pro after the baseball great. In our nation's capital, John F. Kennedy became the 35th president, later to vow in front of Congress that America would put a man on the moon. And that summer, Gus Grissom became the second astronaut to go into space in the Liberty Bell 7 space capsule. President Kennedy also inherited tough world issues, too like the erection of the Berlin Wall separating East Germany from the West and essentially creating the Cold War. That would be the foundation of most 60s spy movies, novels, and television shows. And Mr. Kennedy also arrived after North Vietnam's separation from South Vietnam as it further metastasized into a horrible battle nearly 20 years for that war. A strong portrayal of JFK's grit was shown two years later in the movie PT-109, in which Cliff Robertson played the young Navy Lieutenant Junior Grade and displayed his heroic efforts to save 11 surviving crewmen after an encounter with a Japanese destroyer in the Pacific. Through it all, America moved forward, and quickly, at that. The automobile industry was cruising right along with the latest design technology and amazing beauties. The 1961 Chrysler Newport has always been one of my favorites. Great lines and a marriage of practicality and sophistication. Plenty of room for the kids to turn those bench seats in the back into a mobile funhouse. And speaking of class, how about the Coupe de Ville from Cadillac? That was the upper level of auto travel. Anywhere you went, it was an event to be captured by the media. I can still picture someone pulling up in the circular drive of any luxury hotel to the front doors and a valet ready to have a treat parking that yacht. Yeah, kooky burns, eat your heart out. Huge in every way. If you were at the wheel of a coupe, you arrived in a big way. Indeed. For the sporty younger guys, there was the Jaguar E-Type, iconic in every Hollywood movie and show, exotic, fast as lightning, and the spoked wheels always set it off for me. Now rest assured, I did not forget the classic Corvette Stingray. I think there's no better choice in which Todd and Buzz could cruise across America. Sleek, fast, and an attention getter for sure. Chevrolet had hit a grand slam that would capture the public's award of automobile icon. It's been the prize steed for many drivers for 70 years. They must be doing something right. So as we drive away into the sunset, I wish you good memories. Thanks for enjoying them with me right here in the living room. I'm your host, George Kurtz, extending an invitation to you and your friends to come on by again. We'll have a ball. Best wishes.